Yes, you hear the jazz music in the background. We are back at Starbucks. Welcome back, Peter. Episode number 21. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I'm sorry I sound like shit today. And that's because I've been nursing a bad cold. Yeah. So you'll probably hear me coughing. I'm going to try and edit those parts out. But yeah, it's it has been shit weather and I'll I refer to rains. that. Yeah, I hate it. I'm going to talk much more about it later this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, how have you been? Good, man. Good to have you back in town. Oh, yeah. After we'll talk sh- about that later. Yeah. <laughs> like eventually, when we eventually get around to doing the episode that I recorded there. Yeah. That's weird, right? I spoke to an American band covering Australian bands in Singapore. But we'll do the recording in Bombay. Yeah. Global metal. They Sam truly, Dan truly hire us. Truly global metal. And I guess that summarizes us <laughs> in a way also. Yeah, th- you're going to get a lot of that tonight, today. So, yeah, I'm sorry if you have a repulsion to hearing cuffs, but deal with it because I am. <laughs> All right. Hi. So, Peter, today we are doing music on our mind. Yep, we're doing it back again. Uh, we got a good response the last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people checked out and I guess this is a better way for people to check out our recommendations instead of every episode hitting one or two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Pl- plus, we have the playlist to go with it. I wonder, did did anyone react to my Billie Eilish pick? Because yeah. now she's blown up, man. I, one person did. <laughs> yeah? Well, yeah, dude. Uh, Billie Eilish actually is all over now. And I think she did exclusive deals with individual streaming platforms and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually was looking into the marketing of her and stuff. Yeah. I mean, for those who think the music industry is dead, if you didn't... It's pretty listen, active, yeah, right? It's pretty active. It's live yeah. and kicking. Baby Metal just took a selfie with Billie Eilish and Baby Metal are huge Billie Eilish fans. Not surprised. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot... Uh, they came out with a new single this last week called Papaya. I didn't get too it's much for it. It's it's Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park meets Baby Metal. Yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, baby metal. If that's the, the new phase of baby metal, then I'm worried. I think it's going to be mm. a mixed bag. It's going to be like something for everyone, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be the poppy yeah, metal yeah, it's thing. Gonna be and which is fine, it's great. They're excellent performers. No issues. <laughs> okay, so music on our mind. This is where we chronicle five albums that uh, are on our minds because that's what music on our minds is. And then after that, we'll just discuss them a bit. And probably leave you with more reactions to stuff that's going to come out later this year. Stuff that's already been out this year. Singles that just came out. Singles that just came out. Attractive singles. Yeah. Bad <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that. So, Peter, why don't you start us off? What's right. your first one? So, to kick this off, which is music is black as the... Americano in my cup. Your Americano is brown. It's not <laughs> black. <laughs> right. Well, this, this could be brown if you want. But okay. this is the Black Thrash uh, act from Scotland of all places called Hell Ripper. So their album or their EP more like it, Black Arts and Alchemy. Now, okay. one of the things that I really like about someone like Hell Ripper is that they're not going down the same way as, say, your Destroyer 666 or, or someone like that. Okay, uh, why is that? This is a one-man act. Oh, really? Yeah, from Scotland of all places. So, like, put- putrid pile. Yeah, you, c- you could call him the putrid pile of Scotland or the black thrash putrid pile. But yeah, man, four songs, it's just in your face. Uh, and it, it's got everything. I mean, you'd be... I mean, I've been listening to a lot of Dark Throne, but yeah, dude, these these guys, I mean, or this guy specifically, Hellripper, you should check it out. Four tracks. I'm waiting for them to, or waiting for him to put out a full length, but uh-huh. uh, he keeps doing EPs and I'm not complaining. I'm going to check this out, definitely. The only question I have to you is, and this is extremely shitty of me or stupid of me to ask, do the vocals have a prominent Scottish accent? I he would if he was doing clean vocals, but uh, he's doing <laughs> like, like black. Imagine <laughs> Scottish black metal vocals. 
and yeah there's no bagpipes or any of that no, in no, there no no <laughs> no bagpipes no bagpipes please this black metal vocals in a scottish accent we should get him on the show we find out how prominent his scottish accent is <laughs> wow i just took your first pick and reduced it to a joke i'm so sorry for <laughs> doing that <That's> cool. <laughs> all right uh, what's your first pick my Anish? first pick uh similar genre black metal yes but a lot more mainstream i want to talk about the new abath or oh, abath wow, yeah. if uh, h- how do you pronounce it uh, for me it's abath it's not yeah, abath because yeah. i can take abath yeah. i can abath yeah it's abath right yeah, yeah. yeah. abath it's called outstrider nine songs 39 minutes rock solid record i want to read <laughs> i want to read the quote that's accompanied the album <laughs> Okay. because it's to me it's it's the best copywriting i've seen in a long long time All so right. please if you may let sure. me read this out to you and i'll try and do it justice abith comment on the album starting quotes abith honed sharp by trial and error proudly present outstrider our latest catharsis wrung from the guts of darkness Ooh. forged in fury furnace of adversity hammered on an anvil of rage This album is conjured from conflagration, cuffed from rift of chaos, rising like a phoenix from the pit to infect our spidegeist with shamianical shim- reflections sheathed in metal compositions, hooked and rift by razor wire licks, impaling bass lines pulsed on drum beats dredged from thunderous abyss. by a hive mind wed to one whole emission to boldly go where no band has gone before and one step further wow <laughs> like this guy should be high. definitely is like from an advertising agency <laughs> but yeah man wow i mean after reading that if you're not intrigued after hearing that you're not intrigued to listen to the album i don't know what will Uh, you've heard it as well yeah, right and yeah and i, I yeah. we 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 traded links i yeah the the uh, thing i didn't spend that much time with it but i think maybe this is what we should do a look at doing in another episode is considering immortal released an album yeah, recently yeah they did yeah it's just looking at it and for me uh, at least my initial impressions from the singles i heard or the initial few songs i heard from the abath album this this is more like the it's taken on abath's personality oh definitely he, which is yeah. not too serious kind of thing and oh holy shit it's not serious at all yeah i mean if you I think mean, about it yeah, yeah. if you see the whole persona that immortal had you know that whole forest of Correct. Yeah, Clara, yeah 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 i don't know how to say it's it it's clearly abath abath yeah. knows how to have fun too yeah and that's exemplified by these weird little uh you know on the album you'll find a lot of spots where it's just the guitar doing a funny solo or a funny tune in the middle of it like uh, at the opening of one of the songs i kid you not the guitar goes na 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 <laughs> and i was like what was that but yeah that happens yeah um it's it's a fun album i mean it's a really good album it's rock solid it's not black metal i don't think it's black metal i, I would consider it more of black and roll yeah 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 it's not like out and out black metal it sounds lovely like if all black metal was to be produced like this um everybody would understand the I nuances of the uh musical craft that goes into making good black metal a lot better sure like black metal you have your lo-fi yeah. production and all of that and that up adds to the appeal of it but if it was this crisp and this lush in recording uh everybody would understand that hey it's more than just good tremolo picking yeah uh there's a lot of nuance needed to play this kind of music overall i think that it's very anthemic yeah you've got a lot of uh mainstream appeal to this which is great um i have to mention though <laughs> i have to talk about the new vocal hit that abid does okay okay it's it's That's the high point on the album for me. It's on the uh second song I think of the album which is called Bridge of Spasms. He goes Do you remember that? 
No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes like this, and he d- and like this is a new thing. I haven't heard it before. But he then he, it's almost on each and every song. There's a reference to this kind of a vocal hit on each and every song, which just makes it memorable for some reason. Yeah, I think it over a period of time it kind of grows into. Oh, definitely. The first time I'm hearing it, I'm going like, what the shit is this? And then by the fourth time he's done it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is cool, man. Yeah. He's clearly yeah. having fun. So yeah, Abbott's Outsider, go and check it out. One of the more solid releases this year. Not his best work yeah. by a long shot. No, not by a long shot. Not his best work, of course. But uh, a solid, solid, solid sophomore release. Okay. What's next? Next up from all the way in Europe, we have we moved to Canada. And a place which is actually a part of Canada, which is not really known for metal, but Calgary. Uh, w- one thing I've been noticing about in the last, I would say, 10 odd years is mm-hmm. just this whole revival of, you know, the old school heavy metal bands and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, I really enjoy, especially when it's done well and not too derivative, yeah. if possible. So, yeah, th- these are actually a bunch of young guys. They're called uh, Riot City and their album is Burn the Night. Very raw kind of production, but one of the things I really enjoyed about the album is each song, you got your head nodding around. You you know there's familiarity, but you're still wondering like what new they're bringing to the table or what's next, and they keep you guessing. So okay. yeah, Riot City, fun album. It's not something you want to be listening to. You, I mean, you can listen to this while doing other stuff around the house and things so like that. So it's a good driving album, yeah, I'm yeah, guessing. It's, oh, yeah. This is great. I mean, for like people who love drives or like going on the bike and stuff like that. Long. I'm going to check this one out. Yeah, yeah, Ride City, uh, Burn the Night. Good listen. Um, again, I'm glad there's music like this coming from other parts of the world. Because uh, you're, I'm still tired of like, you know, and it, one of the things that really got me was like Calgary... Canada, these guys are from really, but if you listen to it, you'd never really think they're anywhere else other than say like the UK or Europe and stuff like that. I just quickly added them on Apple Music. I love the album artwork, man. Yeah, it's, it's so it's priest. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and even the the logo and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's out and out eighties. 80s heavy metal, traditional heavy metal. And I'm pretty sure most metal. of these guys would have probably not even been born during the 80s. So for them, like making this music and stuff like that is just showing how great that era was for metal. Okay, from one part of Canada to another part of Canada, let me hook you up with Big Brave. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've, heard, yeah, about yeah, this? I've heard of them. Uh, Canadian experimental doom drone metal. Yeah. Uh, five songs, 39 minutes. I've to describe them in one, uh, sorry, in three words would be point of departure for me. I urge you to look it up and I urge you to just check out that album cover <laughs> because that album cover is so, so, so pretty. This is quite interesting. Doesn't it look like something you could totally get lost in while admiring yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? And that's exactly how I would describe the album itself. Um, it's the most undoomy, undrony doom metal or drone metal that I've heard in a long time. It's very poetic. It rewards, it involves a lot of repetition. It rewards listening to it. Uh, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's excellent songwriting. Hmm. But it's something that you can just lose yourself in. Um, it features Robin Watty on vocals, who, whose vocal style is almost siren-like. So it'll remind you of, like, say, the Cranberries or uh, Royal Blood. Right? Yeah. Remember, remember that band? Yeah, I wonder yeah. what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. They had some fabulous songs. Uh, but here's what I like which I didn't enjoy with the other acts like this, and especially when you have female vocals. She doesn't scream for attention, you know. It gels very well in with the music, but it's uh, very well balanced. It's not as if she is overlaid on top or something of that sort, Mm. and it doesn't seem like she's the star of the band. It seems like the whole band is the star of the band when they come together. 
Yeah, it's a very cohesive, tight, nice sound. And it's something that uh, I really hope doesn't change for them in the future because what tends to happen with female fronted bands is automatically the singer gets a lot of attention and so it screws up a lot of dynamics yeah. and stuff. I hope it doesn't happen to these guys because they've got something really, really, really sexy going on. And I apologize for using the word sexy there, but that's the only way for me to describe it. I don't mean it in a sexual, sexual way. I just mean it in a, oh my God, that's so cool yeah. kind of a manner. Cool. So, so yeah, it's got, uh, it's called Big Brave. Uh, the album's name is A Gaze Among Them. Would I listen to it on a long drive? Not at all. But I think I found the best use for it, which is to put it on while I'm working because it it's helping me concentrate better. Yeah. My next pick is actually the album which I'm pretty sure is going to be in my top 10 list at the end of the year. Okay. And primarily because each time I listen to it, and I've listened to it a lot over the okay. last couple of months, I cannot get enough of it. The band is Spirit Adrift and their album is called Divided by Darkness. Now, okay. it takes two of the most common uh, cliches in metal of recent times, which is a mix of doom and heavy metal. Yeah. But it does it in a complete different way. Okay. I mean, one thing I must say, and this has become a regular trend, anyone who's been following me on social media or like my picks, anything that the label 20 bucks spin releases. Yeah, you seem to be in love with them. Yeah, dude. I, I, I wish they had like a subscription or something and just like anything they release, I need to have it. So one, one cool thing is they've got this cool artwork going for it, which if... You know, when we use uh, metal or not, if you, it was in a store, I'd definitely go pick it up and try to figure what the hell is going on with this. But they have two tracks which really stand out on the album for me. One is Born in Fire. Okay. And the other is Angel in Abyss. Okay. Now, both of these songs, even though I had no idea what the guy was singing, but by the time he hits the chorus... It's one of those things you just want to get along. <laughs> like, you know, it just gets your spirits up. But yeah, so while it has like the anthemic kind of parts, uh -huh. it also has those doomy kind of reflective parts in there. So what kind of doom is this? Is this like Candlemas, Black Sabbath-y? Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, put it in so that. So it's, it's more traditional Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's heavy the thing. Metal like, while doom. it is familiar, you're just amazed as how there's a complete new take in there. Because okay. this, is, this is slightly like more up-tempo compared to like say Candlemas in a way. But uh, yeah, man. And like, again, when you go into the album and that's one of the things like they've blown up. Like Spirit Adrift in the last few years, this is this album is really broken out okay. uh, for them. They're all over the place. Um, yeah, man. Very interesting story, background uh, for what those of it? you. So... Basically, the. Do you uh, want to get them on the podcast? I think you're a fan. Yeah, dude. I'd love to. And Let's uh, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit of Drift, we're going to reach out. Reach I'm out to you. Yeah. The story is better told by uh, the guy who started the band, Nate Garrett. I mean, uh, just reading his whole story and his whole journey, because he started the band, he was doing everything. And now, in the last few years that they've broken out, he's kind of formed it as a band. So it started out as a solo project. But yeah, I'm going to definitely reach out to their PR and try reaching out to Nate himself. We yeah, let's do that. Have it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, my early uh, pick for album of the year, Spirit of Drift. Album of the year? Uh, it top went ten, from top ten, top 10 top to album so I'd, of the I'd, year. I'd, I'd that like, hey, there's still a few albums to go this year, so yeah. I'm saying early contenders yet. Okay, <laughs> cool. Alright, so from one of your top 10s, I'll go to one of my top 10s and this is something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for such a long time but we've just not been able to. Alright. Uh, from Nama Bengaluru, Cryptos. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. knew this would come. I knew this would Cryptos come up. with Afterburner. Oh my God, I, I love this one. I, I just fell in love with it. I remember the first time the... The first song that I heard from it was the one that you linked me yeah, to yeah. and that was just after our uh, chat with Nolan on yeah. the podcast. For those of you who don't or who've missed that episode, we 
discussed which album is better, Power Slave or Seventh Son and a Seventh Son. And uh, I don't remember which episode number that was, but you can 15, easily find yeah, it in the archives. 15, okay, episode 15. But the highlight for me after that entire conversation was listening to... Uh, I think it was Red Dawn. Yeah, Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah which Red is, to me, my favorite song of this album. I love how... I, lo- I love the mid-tempo kind of a feel that the entire album has. It's perfectly paced. It's so old school. It's It brings back memories of listening to early Priest and early Maiden and the entire NWO BHM sound. I think I missed that uh, kind of solid songwriting. Uh, and yes, naysayers will say that it, that a lot of the riffs sound like old crypto songs or they hark back and pay tribute to a lot of old stuff. But actually, for me... It kind of works, man. It just yeah, solidifies Kryptos' sound. Like and I, I think it's the best product of from the band. It clearly, the production is top-notch. I think they sound the best this time around. It's better than the previous album in terms of just production-wise. I just love it. I'm, I'm, I, like, I'm so glad I'm finally getting a chance to talk about it now because this is something that I've been t- talking to you and talking your ears off for a really long time. Yeah. No, and I'm glad uh, you brought up uh, the part of the naysayers. I remember when uh, Burn Up The Night came out a few years uh-huh. back. Uh, what a great I video that was. Yeah, like while I enjoyed uh, the music on there, what I really enjoyed even more was the production and the kind of yeah, way they were going. Yeah. And I remember speaking to their bassist Jack and telling him that, man, you guys need to get that first album sound. What is their first album? Uh, Coils of Apollo? No, no, no. Even before that. That's Spiral Ascent? Spiral yeah, Spiral Ascent. Spiral Ascent. I was like, yeah. you guys need to get the material on Spiral Ascent with the recent production yeah, man. and that's exactly what they've done on Afterburner I mean like the title track is the album I mean the track of the album for me it, oh yeah and it kicks off the album so you're like whoa and I don't know it's strange because like I was, I've noticed this uh, thing with re- with bands is like the singles they put out I may not enjoy so much mm-hmm. and then I'll listen to the album and I'm like Wait, you guys were holding I, out. I kind of actually agree with you. I think Afterburner would be a better first single than yeah. Red Dawn. Yeah. But here's the thing. Afterburner is also more uh, stereotypical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so it's so painkiller in terms oh, yeah, of yeah, just yeah. the lyrics, the concept, etc. the video, they kind of... Did yeah, right? You'd see that. could see that in the video. Like another track I'd like to talk about of the album is... Uh, which is a little strange compared to a lot of what Kryptos has put out, is on the run. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's I, I something get where like you're coming w- from When you're that. listening to it and it comes like midway through the album also. So you're just like kind of, especially the start part, you're just yes. like, okay, where are they going yeah, with where this? Where are they going with this, yeah. And then you're like, all right, okay, I'm kind of enjoying this. And by the second or third listen, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm singing along to it. And I, that's one of the things uh, I'm glad Kryptos, I mean, even though they've been around for 20 years you know they've kind of come into their own if you think about it they've finally hit upon something that they know is their sound and that defines who Kryptos are and it's lovely to hear a band from Bangalore in India to be able to do that and to be able to do that so well they should be one of the defining bands from the Indian heavy metal scene true I mean they I mean mean they are in a way but I think they should be bigger than what they are at the moment so they deserve that. Okay, cool. So yeah. that was Kryptos with Afterburner, one of my uh, top tens of right. the year so far. I think it's a very safe to say that it'll be in the top ten definitely. All right. Yeah. Uh, coming now to a pick that I actually referred to in the start of the episode. So I'm going to preface this a bit. Uh, like I mentioned in the start of the episode, I absolutely hate the rains. The monsoon is probably one of the worst times of the year for me just because of everything else and it's not just getting wet in the stuff like that like travel to work if you live in Mumbai or Bombay as I like to call it is a nightmare Uh, yeah man it is traveling by public transport uh, or even by private transport for that matter man I mean it's crazy I mean last week 
uh, when it was raining that heavily, I was actually like rained in and I spent the entire day in just because it was raining so much. Yeah, it's crazy how a torrential downpour can immediately just get your spidey sense tingling yeah, yeah. and make a helter-skelter for Twitter and stuff and yeah. just try and get yourself to check all these things yeah, yeah, yeah. just to see if you can go out of the house or not. Yeah. So one uh, of the things that happened when I was stuck mm. at home was, uh, and I was feeling really shitty also, yeah. is I kind of went into this album, which is called uh, Deep Dark River. Okay. And uh, the album is King of For- the Forest. Again, another Canadian act. But here's the thing about it. Unlike my other picks, this is not your typical metal. This is an acoustic act. Okay. But is too metal as anything. I mean, one of the tracks on the album is called Doom Will Come to Pass. All right. This is really dark stuff. And the thing about it is it hooks you in very easily because it's all acoustic. Mm-hmm. But the moment you keep listening on and on to it, it's just really, really dark. And I remember like I had a chat with uh, the guy who started the project, uh, Morgan Ryder, on Twitter. And I was talking about their earlier release, which he did self-titled last year. And he said, yeah, but this album is even darker than that. And truly it is, man. It hooks you in and then... It, I, I feel for me, what happened with this, it was not just the music itself, but just everything else that was around me. And I kept going back listening to it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, in the last week or 10 days, I've been spinning this a lot. Okay. So, so it's yeah. perfect for the gloomy yeah, perfect monsoon. for the gloomy monsoon weather. All right. So, yeah, that was uh, Deep Dark River, uh, King of the Forest. Check it out for those inclined. All right, I'll move to a black metal album now. Uh, the artist is called False. The oh album's yeah. name is Portent. Yeah, a lot uh, of buzz about this album. Yeah, it's it's four songs, forty-one minutes. I'm defining it as therapeutic black metal. Uh, it's released by Gilead Media, Minnesota-based black metal band, and black metal over there is in quotes because. It's not traditional black metal as such. I mean, you do hear a lot of the second wave of Norwegian black metal in it, but it's kind of like that is the core ingredient. And there's a lot of addition of everything from, say, shoegaze to doom to modern heavy metal, even uh, thrash elements, actually. And that's because there's a lot of melody to be heard excellently paced very well written songs beautiful lovely tasty solos which you don't expect on a black metal album as such keyboards are present and for the first not for the first time but uh for in a a long time or after a long time finally keyboards are present and they don't distract you from the music yeah i remember there was that entire phase of yeah. uh, keyboards in black metal yeah yeah so it everything just fits really well in um i must mention the bass it's it's not buried in the mix but neither is it super prominent it's like uh it's like the third bowl goldilocks eats which is just right <laughs> wow i yeah. i uh my favorite song of this is the 16-minute song which they have. It's called The Serpent Sting, The Smell of Goat. It's an epic. Not one second is wasted. Uh, it simply washes over you. Now, why is this entire record therapeutic? Because like good black metal, and this is what is good black metal for me, uh, it's hypnotic, it's meditative, it has that quality to it. I can leave it on in the background and it just soothes me while I'm doing other stuff. But if I pay attention to it, um, it confronts me, it challenges me because it forces me to just marvel at the effort that's put in to make all of it sound so effortless and sound so simple, right? It's the band's sophomore effort. I haven't heard the first one, but this album will definitely make me 
or has made me put false on the map. Uh, yeah. I'm going to check out their previous album, their first album. And I think this, to me at the moment, is by far the best black metal record I've heard in 2019. Wow, so far. Yeah. No, and so there's far. something to be said about like the black metal that's coming out of uh, the US at the moment. Yeah. It's completely... like. You while they there is still a nod, like you said, about to the second wave of black. Yeah, metal. it's not as if they're fearing from yeah. defining or fearing the constraints of that black metal traditional black metal sound. And they're, they're open the to pushing really it. With this. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. T- they're taking the sound way forward. Yeah, I mean, it, think about it. On the same episode, we're discussing Abbott, who's like one of the most yeah, influential figures, exactly, yeah, and yeah. also discussing false. So both. And, and both of them relevant. are my picks. Yeah. And both are still relevant. And both are still it. relevant and both are doing excellent stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah Why yeah. not? Yeah. So that was False. The album is called Portent. Check them out. Okay. My last pick, and I'm sure you're going to have a big smile on your face when I say the name, is Pacifist Grayscale Dreams. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely like... I had it as one of my... Uh, it, it's not in my top five like at the moment, but I definitely had it in my long list of albums that I wanted to talk to you about or EPs I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that really strikes me about this, I know there was a lot of like hype prior to the release and stuff like that. They did the singles and things. Uh, one thing that really struck me, and this primarily, I guess touched a nerve with me because I grew up in Bombay and stuff like that is just how raw and if you like one thing I really appreciate also with the with the band is that unlike most artists that put out downloads and stuff like that these guys have the lyrics so they had a package where you could actually read the lyrics and it's a complete package not just the lyrics you've got the imagery that goes along with it which a lot of effort has been put into complete whole thing when you look into it's just so raw and visceral and this is exactly what music that can be made only in Bombay I don't think there could be any other band uh, I mean if these guys were in another city they would be making similar music but like the lyrical content is very Bombay-ish like people who grew up in Bombay can kind of relate to it far more who've lived in Bombay Mm-hmm. Or possibly, like, if I could put it at a stretch, who lived in like a crowded metro city, a bustling metro city, would understand this. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, uh, it's also complimented that their live act is also great. So you kind of feel it. It's in your face. Like, you cannot kind of escape it. If you're uh, in a show or you're listening to it, this grabs you by the neck, literally. If you're listening to it, on your headphones, if you're at their show, it's in your face. Like uh, their vocalist Siddharth is literally like in your face, <laughs> screaming out the lyrics. Yeah, and it's angry. I mean, this is angsty, angry music. Kind of made me feel like uh, imagine my 16-year-old self listening to this music. I would have been like, "Oh my God, what is going on?" Like <laughs> yeah. this guy is talking exactly what I'm feeling like, or this guy knows exactly what I'm doing, and. It's one of the things we talked about, you know, in our initial episode about what really makes you fall, uh, what made me fall in love with metal, what really got you. And uh, after a really long time, I've seen uh, a band like this kind of doing it. I mean, I know I'm going to embarrass you a bit when I say this, but uh, eight years ago, I heard a similar band uh, that talked about stuff which was very Bombay related. you microphone three no (laughs) the right peddlers and it's i'm glad like there's still a band putting out uh i mean of course a lot of the current lot of bands uh, dead by fungi pacifist uh give credit to you guys the right peddlers for doing stuff thank you uh yeah man i feel there should be more music like this which talk about real issues uh i think finally after a long time bombay has kind of a sound going for it now yeah. in the metal rock space which is this weird Bombay hardcore thing that's suddenly springing up as a uh, almost akin to the Seattle grunge thing when you yeah. go to define the city's I'm sound Yeah, and uh, I know a lot has been talked about you it's know. not 
obviously it's not something that that's being like you know that's the that's a spearheaded movement or something of that sort yeah. i think it's just the city and what the city makes you do yeah um dbf that by fanga have a new ep which is going to be coming out pretty soon uh the riot peddlers are working on something that's going to be released pretty soon um the pacifist this album very good album i dare say i thought the live act was much better uh than the album in terms of just an experience uh because the live sound is so fucking amazing man and their performance was off the charts for me um the album doesn't quite live up to that kind of an energy but that's not to say that the album isn't good uh please don't get me wrong on that it's a brilliant brilliant ep I just wish it was a bit more rawer uh, because the entire sound itself lends itself to that feeling of just visceral aggressiveness which is very tough to capture after you've seen something live because yeah. there's so much you can experience live and then on an EP or when you're just listening to it on headphones or through a player you're just only force or you're just only listening to yeah. audio right you're not experiencing everything else you're not yeah. experiencing the grime the sweat all of that and all of that actually matters here so yeah, I, i wish it was a bit dirtier the mm-hmm. overall production but uh, one of the better releases or to come out of bombay this year yeah man and uh, i'm glad like the lord has been talked about gully boy and you know the bombay hip hop yeah, scene and stuff exactly. like that yeah but if you think about it listen i mean uh, i'm going a little ahead of myself but i just heard uh, the that pai fungi uh-huh ep yesterday i haven't yet heard it man it, it i'm i know it's a little too Tabby's much i know tabby's gone hindi in that yeah there's <laughs> hindi in there which i'm really glad they're doing uh but the pacifist and that by fungi uh releases are like a one two punch yeah because this is like really raw and now i'm very excited to see what the riot peddlers are going to put out also uh, because all of a sudden this is just something that is going to hopefully be- snowball into something bigger yeah and i'm like this is going to be a movement or this is going to be releases that is going to be very hard to ignore to be yeah. honest yeah yeah i think we should end our <laughs> bombay hardcore <laughs> part here but uh, yeah th- that was my fifth pick uh, a little longer chat than normal but yeah that was pacifist uh, Grayscale Dreams check it out yeah it's everywhere if you haven't yeah. checked it out already please do so yeah. awesome songs okay my last pick is something that i heard last night and i've already spun it thrice since then okay uh i was waiting for this for a long time uh 11 songs 36 minutes uh the band is torch and it's their new album which oh, is admission okay. uh if i had to sum it up i would say it's the album that baroness should have done Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had another album I, like in my top 5 or whatever like in this list of 5 but uh I got a happy reminder from Apple Music that Admission from Torch is now available to listen to and I did that. I've been a fan of Torch for quite some time. I loved Harmonicraft. I didn't enjoy the previous album all that much but uh I think Admission is another excellent album that I'll be revisiting quite a lot. It fits in perfectly as the next step of Torch's sound. I mean, there's no there's really no huge change or something of that. It's still very Torch, but uh it's more of that intricately woven almost ethereal sludgy thickness that Torch manages to do. It sounds very polished. Mm. And that's what I love about it. It seems like a lot of time has been spent in the studio just trying to perfect the tones It's a very rich listening experience. I've yet to experience it on really good headphones, but uh I think it'll sound really pa- really lush. Lush is that word. Yeah. Uh my favorite track of it is Admission, which is the title track. It's what happens when Torch decides to go a little bit uh droney and shoegazy. Okay. Um it keeps building up, building up, building up and then there's no like actual uh crashing down kind of a part but then it just leaves you feeling very um it's got massive feel good vibes okay yeah, yeah. 
it's very cool it's chilled out stoner metal it's fuzzy it's warm i think it's like my teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> it's very comforting uh this is the album that baranesh should have put out instead of grey and gold like if grey and gold was this instead of the overhyped monster that it became i would have like baranesh would have been completely redeemed which is weird right uh, baranesh here's a message for you if you're listening you've chosen torch to be part of your touring lineup this year just listen to them and <laughs> get inspired maybe yeah. yeah so yeah this album's actually on my list to listen to uh uh-huh. this weekend so i'm going to check it out and oh, yeah it's, maybe it's beautiful did you okay so because i mentioned it did you enjoy grey and gold uh i did but the only problem i had with it was the production and we talked about it uh-huh. it just especially the first few songs i don't know why they went with that production call it's just very hard to listen i mean and that's unfortunately been one of the problems i've had lately is that uh, as good as the songs are but if it's not produced well and it, this is like a really like harsh production i think more than the production what irked me was the fact that it decided to do another really long album where so many songs are just filler yeah i i couldn't go through yeah, it unfortunately I, i tried i mean it come on you've already tried this with yellow and green Uh, just prune it down man not everything needs to maximize your 70 or 80 odd minutes on a cd you know i don't make know. it a nice tight album like you did it with red you did it with blue you even did it with purple purple was a really good record yeah, it was I so tight it was nice compact crisp but then no there has to be gray and gold i don't know i'm just ranting about this because it got so much of hype and yeah. and trust me when i say this i've told this to you earlier as well but Grey and Gold will be Baroness's black album. By that I mean it'll be the one that catapults them to mainstream success and I think they're on their way there already. Yeah. Uh they'll definitely be selling out bigger venues now. They'll definitely be getting a lot of bigger appeal. Uh they may just become one of the best uh or sorry, one of the next big um Metallica? <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely not Metallica level, but at least on a level of say a uh, Mastodon or something, which is like you know, uh, everybody kind of knows who Mastodon yeah. are, and it's like a gateway band. So I think Baroness are on their way to doing that with this album, but it's just just, just too bloated for me, man. I, no, I couldn't make it through. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard it twice. I tried to listen to it more times, but no, I just can't. Okay. So yeah, Baroness, you should be listening to Torch. Okay. I'm going to sneak this in only because this single came out yesterday and I'm very curious if you heard it. Which one is it? It was one of the albums we discussed at the start of the year we were looking forward to. Lordy? No, no. we didn't discuss Lordy. Opeth. Opeth, Opeth have a new single out? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Now, here's the cool thing what if you're not in the know of what Opeth are doing no, this no, year no. is Opeth are releasing an album but they're releasing two versions of it. a swedish version and an english version okay <laughs> so i'm not going to even attempt to say the swedish name for the single they've put out but the english one is heart in hand all right and here's the thing now i heard the english version pretty cool and then i think i heard it on one of spotify or apple music i, I was like okay these guys i know where they're going for and things like that But then I heard the Swedish version and the English version back to back because okay. they put it out on YouTube. And I don't know man, the Swedish version sounds so much better. Like I actually enjoyed that and I went back and I heard it three What's four the more difference? times. Is the music changing or is just it the only lyrics, the lyrics? Just the lyrics. Wow, that's so And I don't know, like I'm hoping that if not exceeds but at least maintains that level. because i have a very niggling feeling that i might enjoy the swedish version of the album far more than the english and again coming from a band like opeth i'm very surprised but hey come on it's been so many years and that's quite is it metal now uh so there are some heavy parts it's heavier than their last release um uh, 
I don't think they're going to be dialing down the Pink Floyd or the psychedelia parts yeah. there. That's part of their sound now. But like the few heavy parts had me smiling like okay, I don't know what they're kind of doing. And then the last minute is just like this. It goes back to uh, damnation if oh, I really? may. So I'm just like okay, so the the song is I think about 8 minutes if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 8 minutes. So there are bits and pieces of everything. Like uh-huh. it's more like okay, I've heard Opet do this, I've heard Opet do this, but I've never heard Opet sing in Swedish, man. And I don't know. That that's the whole part that intrigues me. Uh so once the album's out, uh, I can't remember when it when's it out exactly, but I'm going to be checking out the Swedish part first <laughs> before okay. the en- English version of it. Okay. So any other things that really piqued your interest? I'll run you through the list of other stuff that I that really okay. got my attention. Um I had Pacifist's Grayscale Dreams, uh the Dark Throne album, Old Star. You oh yeah. heard it? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Nice solid release. But uh for me it's all about those riffs, man. I just I, and one of the things I really enjoy about It's a Dark very Throne, fun album. Yeah, they don't give a damn about Yeah, they don't give think. a damn about yeah. what anyone thinks and yeah. I really like that. I and really they leave like that. all the mistakes and everything in everything there. Everything in enjoy it. Yeah, like yeah. you're sitting in the rehearsal space with them. Um Thank you Scientist. I don't know if you've heard that no, this I one haven't. before. So thank you Scientist is this weird uh proggy fusion it's not metal metal per se but weird proggy fusion jazz instrumental vocals everything just coming in together beautiful beautiful album um uh, this gift is a curse nice black metal uh transcending obscurity had this lovely album uh throne coludra oh yeah, yeah the black metal the black metal album yeah, right metal yeah that was that was really good obviously it, it drew my it caught my attention because temple koludra sorry yeah, yeah seven sirens uh, it caught my attention because it looks so indian and it has indian song titles and stuff so i thought maybe this is another cult of fire uh but no nice good death metal black metal release again very therapeutic in that space check out voyager or voyage 3 er okay uh, this album is called war mask okay the artist name is voyager totally instrumental it's what happens when you do a synthwave album but only with uh, real instruments whoa yeah okay. it's so fucking good man i heard it uh, again in the last week okay it's brilliant it's it sh- it should have been in my top 5 yeah i'm going to sneak this one in okay it's okay. so fun to listen to it's got uh, 10 songs it's 51 minutes long uh the last track is a remix of a one of the earlier tracks so it's actually nine tracks wow it it, it put a smile on my face and it's perfect workout music it's perfect activity music so you can put it on and do other things and it'll still manage to distract yeah. you from time and time added it Again. to my library yeah so right, man. there's that uh there's a new uh album coming out from Astrosaur which has me excited it's prog rock art rock in that space so i'm looking out for that uh I think there's a new Red Fang coming out this year. Yeah, yeah. That video was pretty neat. That huh? that video was so fucking cool, man. Is the f- is is the best thing that Biden and Kennedy have ever done in their lives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a new Russian Circles coming out this year. Oh yeah, it's out. So far, it, no, it's not out. I mean, it's not yet out at least on Apple Music, but okay. uh, two s- two singles have been released from it. Um that's worthy of attention. Did you hear David Ellefson's Dave Ellefson's solo project? No, I haven't. Don't listen to it. It's very crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I I really didn't enjoy it at all. And I mean, so far there've only been like three singles that have come out from it. I mean, Newstead was such a fucking good album. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry, Dave Ellefson, uh, not in the same vein. Do do I see a uh, immortal bird in your yeah, playlist? Yeah, yeah, I did. I I heard uh, Thrive on Neglect. What uh, do you think of that? It's not a bad release but nothing really captivating. There's a lot going on in that album. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that on that yeah. But again, nah, yeah. okay, I mean n- nothing really grabbed out at at me and said, "Oh my god, listen to me again." Okay. So yeah, that I'm going to check out the new Overkill. I haven't yet done that. I like the new Candlemas. I thought it was a good thing. I need to check that out. Yeah, you can check it out. Uh Crypt Sermon. Fuck. 
that single so, so good yeah so i've got the promo for that key of solomon you have yeah. the promo share it yeah, with me okay i need to check it out and see the rest of it but yeah so far the single is like these songs it's really good right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and compared so to the like i don't know we discussed this uh, on our albums to look forward to you in the year one of the main things is just how good the production is this time around like it's yeah, a huge yeah it is it is it's a huge there. it's a huge pump up so yeah i'm hoping they heard or somebody heard uh, our grievance <laughs> <laughs> talking about the cassette like production <laughs> i doubt it but but i'm sure it's I, like it's, it's it, it was a point that a lot of their fans made yeah Probably. so yeah so clip sermon have a new album coming out it's called the ruins of fading light that'll be out sometime i'm guessing in a couple of months or so yeah. uh the first single sound it's called key of solomon check that one out it's really good really good doom in the vein of uh more melodic and more folky than yeah. regular doom but i think it's the time of year where i'm going to be listening to a lot of warm music yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah so and by that like there's going to be a lot of doom stoner uh warm black metal if that's a thing <laughs> so maybe not a lot of norwegian stuff but hey i had abeth on my list yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so any other acts that you want to talk about no man i no? think i'm good yeah i think yeah. we're good for now all right so that was music on our mind we talked about a lot i think we clocked in quite a l- this was a longish talk because we haven't done this in quite some time yeah which reminds us we should do this more often and that's what we said the last time as well at least a, every couple of months <laughs> yeah at least at least at least every month or maybe a cup yeah maybe once every couple of months it's a nice way to just exchange notes yeah and, and discover new music discover new music of course and i hope you guys are whoever's listening in Yeah, I hope you guys find some new acts. If there's some acts that you want us to check out, please do let us know. You can reach to us on you can reach out to us on Twitter. We are at Honsab Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh Trend Crusher. I'm at Asmo Ani. Till the next time, Honsab. Honsab guys. <laughs>